We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What up, what up? Welcome to the show. It's Friday. You made it. Big inhale, big exhale. Welcome to Maggie and Perloff. Perloff still swooshing down the ski slopes. Salakata, overnight host from WFAN, kind enough to fill in for Perloff today. Sal, and thank you so much for doing this. Are you kidding me? Thanks for having me. You saved me having to do a five-hour overnight by myself (laughs) early this morning. (laughs) Having to talk to New Yorkers at 3 o'clock in the morning is not where you want to be. You want to be right here with us. And so glad to have you across the country, CBS Sports Radio. Of course, we are streaming live, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Let me send a special hello to the Weedos and the Purple Drinkers in the chat. I'm going to find myself in a very odd position today. This is not because you're here, Sal, but Mm. just because I'm going to defend Russell Wilson. Okay. And I think I'm going to be the only person because an article in The Athletic came out today, and I can't sugarcoat it. It makes Russell Wilson look really, really bad. It paints a picture that he attempted to get Pete Carroll and John Schneider, the coach and GM of the Seattle Seahawks, fired. Shows that he had far too much influence with the Denver Broncos, maybe abused that influence, you know, had his own personal trainer in the building, got his own uh, office, you know, sat in the office, not as much in the locker room, all that stuff that really attempts to put Russell Wilson as you 52 guys over here and I'm number one over here. But Sal, I want to defend Russell Wilson and all of his weirdness. Okay. If I am the best quarterback in the history of a franchise, and I'm talking about Seattle, if I'm someone who's getting paid tons of money, all the pressure is on me, right? The Legion of Boom is over. I'm here now. I'm going to be the focal point in the centerpiece. And then all of a sudden, I feel like my coach, GM, not making great decisions for the organization, doesn't showcase me when I'm still in my athletic prime. I'm making sacrifices for the team. We all agree that it wasn't working anymore in Seattle. So why wouldn't Russell Wilson think, well, they'd probably want to keep me, right? I'm the guy who's making all the money. I'm the one whose face is all over the stadium. I'm the one who they're pushing front and center. Not to say it's okay to go to you know a boss and say, I want this person fired. But to go and say it's either me or them, I can understand why Russell Wilson felt like he was at that breaking point. I don't know if I could defend that necessarily. I do think that Russell Wilson, uh, Russell Wilson's been getting dragged here for no good reasons with his failures in Denver. Because to your point, Mag, you're talking about a guy who was the face of the Seahawks franchise. Right. Obviously, great success, winning Super Bowls, being in Super Bowls, all that stuff. Now, that's all he knew was Seattle. Right. Then you come to a new spot in Denver, and you're supposed to be the guy. You want to do things... 
your way. Right. So I don't have an issue with Russell Wilson. Oh, Russell Wilson, it was his way or the highway, or he was trying to do this or that. Yeah, I would expect that. He's trying to get a feel for a new organization, but he's got to stay true to what he knows made him successful in the first place. And if he truly felt in Seattle that he wasn't going to have success with Pete Carroll, with the GM, the way that things were structured, and the way that players in sports, especially successful players like Russell Wilson, have been given a voice, right? then why wouldn't he potentially want to use that voice? Listen, the idea that he had, like, too much influence in Denver, I mean, isn't that really a matter of opinion? They brought right. him there for that. <laughs> well, they brought him there, and then they paid him a ton of money. You trade the two first-round draft picks, the two second-rounders, right, and uh, three players, and then you go there and you give him a $250 million with, like, 130 guaranteed. Of course he's going to feel like he has influence. And honestly, what's the crime here? That the guy wanted an office? Why? Because he wanted to spend more time at the facility talking about football. Even in this article, it says he's got whiteboards all over, drawn up plays, TV is always turned to NFL Network. It's not like he's in there doing poker night. Right. He's in there trying to, you know, give it his all. And to be honest, Nathaniel Hackett, guys, it took him 15 games and he was fired. I mean, if I walked into the organization and thought, oh my goodness, I just got traded here, I just signed a big extension, and the head coach, turns out, has no idea what he's doing. I'm a 10-year vet, 12-year vet, whatever, Russell Wilson. I'm going to step in and think this is a leadership void. I know it works. I've won in the NFL. I can see where he would say, I, I got to take over a little bit here. How I you, get it. How do you trust the Broncos based on the moves that they've made here, whether it's drafting quarterbacks in recent years, whether it's hiring failed coaches, one failed coach after another, or not, yeah. maybe not even a failed coach, but just not giving guys an opportunity maybe to stick it out. And then Hackett, like you said, they hired Hackett because they thought he was going to bring Aaron Rodgers along. <laughs> right. They didn't clearly, want Wilson. Yeah, clearly <laughs> they didn't bring Hackett because they thought he was a good head coach because guess what? He's not a good head coach. <laughs> we saw it in week one that yeah. he was overmatched as a head coach. I just don't like, Maggie, that there are facts. Let's deal with some facts. Okay. Russell Wilson was a great quarterback for the Seahawks. Maybe one of the more underrated quarterbacks that the league has ever seen because even when he was at his peak, it was still others, whether it's Brady, whether it's Rodgers, whoever it may be. Wilson was like kind of overlooked to a certain extent. So the facts are Wilson was a great player. The facts are Denver has been an organization that hasn't hired a good head coach. They've missed in the draft with quarterbacks. They went all in to get Russell Wilson for a reason. And now, because one year with an inept head coach and Russell Wilson was trying to find himself in a new surrounding, right? now we're supposed to believe that Russell Wilson is a selfish idiot who can't play anymore and, and he's the bad guy? I'm not buying it. Also, I'm a league high, 24 guys on IL. Listen, hate to put, you know, on IR. Hate to use injuries as an excuse, but literally they led the league. Literally they led the league. So you have that and you have the inept head Good coach. use of literally, by the way, because you know that that word gets no, overused I, all the time by everybody and misused all the time. No, people think it means the exact opposite yeah, what of what it is. They think it means figuratively. <laughs> I'm saying literally. They literally, the most, you can look it up, most players <laughs> to go on IR. And, and they had an inept head coach who was it totally in over his head. And so... Listen, Russell Wilson wanted an office. Like, 
shoot the guy. What are you going to do? <laughs> By the Wait. way, I must say, Maggie, yeah. while we're on the topic, not to veer too much off here, yeah, but you know, coming in here during the daytime hours, yeah, right? It's a new thing. unique for, for It's you. like a new place. <laughs> I'm like, wow, actually, people work here. This is crazy. And then I go back to see you pre-show in your office, and yeah. I walk past Boomer and Geo <laughs> and Evan and Craig and DA and you everybody's wanna, you office. Want, you want to get something off your chest here, Seth? Well, I'm just, uh, maybe I don't have to say it at some point. <laughs> I, look, I know I'm just the overnight guy, but hey, it would be nice to have an office. I can't blame <laughs> Russell Wilson. <laughs> I get he won a Super Bowl and I didn't. <laughs> however, yeah. however, it would be nice to have an office. You want a whiteboard to start drawing up plays, like <laughs> topics? First, I'm going to go to the Jets, then I'm going to go to the Mets, then I'm going to go to the Yankees. Uh, 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. Do you think that Russell Wilson is getting a raw deal, or do you think that this criticism is valid? Listen, as you said, Sal, it's easy to pile on Russell Wilson right now. So much so that another interesting tidbit that came out of this article is that Russ has hired a new PR firm. Yeah, I saw <laughs> See, that. These are the kinds of things that don't help Russ because people already think he's a bit phony, right? It's just a little too contrived. The package is a little too perfect, you know, with the perfect wife and the perfect family, and he never makes a misstep. And now he's has a new publicist. I think that's something about Wilson where you're not getting, like, authenticity there. But I would just say this to people who don't think he's being authentic. 99% of athletes are not being authentic. We have no real idea. Unless you get a chance to see these guys or know them or spend some time with them, we don't have a clue. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So you do have guys who are defending Russell Wilson, saying that he is a good leader, he's all about football, and what's his big crime? In the huddle, he gives some motivational messages like, hey, let's get this. Guys, believe like, it's all right. May, might Doing, not be your uh, cup of tea, but Sal, it's not like you know, a reason to throw him out on the street. Trying to stay loose on the flight to London, like hopping up and the down. Calisthenics. Yeah. So he's a little extra. All right. He's a gym class diehard. <laughs> we all went to high school with him. I don't know why they're trying that hard in gym class, but whatever. The PR thing, though, does bother me because I just have a, a hard opinion on this forever, whether yeah. it's guys who come out with these... Oh, let me read this prepared statement. Yeah. I'm sorry I took PEDs. I think, like, <laughs> like, come on, dude. Just speak from the... It's not that difficult. So the fact that you would need somebody to fix your public image is a problem. Go out there, face the camera, put the mic on, whatever you need to do, and be yourself. Yeah. Regardless of whether they like it or not. That's why... And I know we'll get more to Aaron Rodgers, of course. That's why I respect Aaron Rodgers, because he doesn't give a crap what other people say, he's going to be himself. And if Russell Wilson is worried about his public image, then to me, that is a little bit of an issue. Well, I hate to kill a guy over that, right? Because, first of all, we live in a day and age, and you and I know this just as well as athletes do, where we don't compare ourselves to athletes, but we are in a front-facing public job. Right. Where we're being asked to be ourselves, but sometimes... You say something the wrong way, you do a wrong move, you can get public blowback from that, and you and I would know one one-hundredth of what it would be like as right. opposed to a professional athlete. Sometimes you do need someone to help you shape your message, 
And I think not everyone has every gift, right? Like, not everyone is great at marketing themselves. You think Tom Brady is really sitting there doing the Instagram post by himself? Dude, he's got a team of people who have thought out this philosophy. It's just Russ doesn't have a great... It just doesn't come across as authentic. Brady's team is much better than Wilson's team. Okay, I could understand that. But then back to the point you were making before where we don't know really about these athletes, right? We don't really know who they truly are. Yeah, Deshaun Watson's the biggest example of that. He was the darling of sports until we found out what was going on with the massage. Well, Tiger Woods. And Tiger Woods is even a better. Okay, but then, and not to be insensitive, because with Watson and Woods, those are extreme examples, and I'm not being insensitive to what went on. But speaking for the sports fan, should we care? Like, do I care what Russell Wilson is doing as far as calisthenics go uh, on a plane? Do I care if Russell Wilson is, you know, his public image needs to be, I care if I'm a Broncos fan. Right. If he's winning games, this becomes an issue because the Broncos sucked this year. Yeah. That's the problem. So, you, like, you look at it, the Yankees with Aroldo Chapman. Why go get Aroldo Chapman when he had issues with Terrible. Yeah, yeah, right. But do you think the Yankee fans should be punished and not want to celebrate for a guy who could potentially close out a World Series game or whatever it may be? So, as a sports fan, I, I, it's a very fine line, but I don't think you we should care about what they're like as people because, A, we don't know, and, B, it's about what they do on the field. Oh, that's interesting. See, I I get it, and it is about what they do on the field, but you are, in some ways, they're asking you to invest as a sports fan. Like, financially. Well, don't you think the investing. organization, though? The, well, the, the You want mach- to invest in the, the right machine, people. The okay. machine. Because without our dollars, without our eyeballs, without any of that – then Yankees can't pay Aroldis Chapman and Browns can't pay Deshaun Watson. So, like, I think it's okay for fans to be interested and to, like, have an opinion when they do something wrong. This is far away from Russell Wilson, by the way. Sure. Not Russell Wilson. This is that, that's like, you know, he's worried about selling Subway yeah, sandwiches. Not even so we're talking on that, about right. real stuff with, right. with Chapman and with, with Watson. I feel like it's, I do want to know that because I am investing, I am giving my money, my hard earned dollars, and my time. So I want to know, who am I exactly rooting for? I'm never going to really know, but if someone does something that breaks the law or might be in trouble with the law, I do want to know that. Fair, but I mean, we could then play this game all night long. Like, okay, let's just pick athlete X, and what if he is out there cheating on his wife and disrespecting his family every night? And we have no idea. Yeah. So am I, like, I get what you're saying. And I've always, and look, as a Falcons fan, I dealt with this front and center because it's something that never happened before where the face of the franchise, a guy who put the franchise on a map to a certain extent, yeah. got thrown into prison I for know. a dogfighting ring. Okay, so when you and, – and if you watch what the Falcons have done since, they made a conscious effort to bring in high-character people into their organization, even at the expense of winning games potentially with not going out there and getting the most talented person but looking for high-character individuals, which is something that – I have great respect for. Sure. But there's no way that you and I sitting here could know what every athlete we is don't. up to. And I don't think it's fair to ask the sports fan to care about that stuff, which just brings us back, I guess, to Russell Wilson. Like, I don't really think Denver Bronco fans give a crap about his public image. Yeah. They want him to just win games. Yeah, they do just want him to win games. And it's so much easier to dunk on him if he's not winning games for all these little things. It also doesn't help you've got guys like Richard Sherman and former Legion of Boom members who just can't wait. Every opportunity they can get, they just dunk on Wilson. And it's like, you know, it's funny and it's right in our faces. And I think 
it, it has not done Russell Wilson any favors, that's for sure. Okay, 855-212-4CBS. But Sal brings up a good point. Like, how much do you really want to know about these athletes? Again, it's hard to know with who they really are. But do you want to know anything? Do you care at all? Are you invested at all in their personal lives? 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Okay, coming up. Sal mentioned he's a big Atlanta Falcons fan. Hmm. What is Sal looking into his crystal ball? Are you over the bills yet, by the way? I had to bring it up. We're 15 oh, I'm looking, minutes into I'm looking the show. At you. I'm looking right behind you. There's Bill's jersey minutes. here. There's a Bill's banner here. <laughs> no, I have that Sal. same one. The Falcons one in my office at home, of course, because I don't have an office here. <laughs> Which we're going to try to rectify that. I don't have the kind of power <laughs> no, to get no. you an office, yeah. but I can levy no, a complaint <laughs> on your behalf. It's all right. I'm um, how to bring up the Bill's. No, it's like I'm, I'm doing the show. Right with, it's like I'm doing the show. You almost with forgot Furloff. the Jim Kelly football in a in a I know. beautiful case. Right oh, that's who signed that. I see it right. You guys got great memorabilia in here. Maggie's got her jerseys. Proloff's yep. got his jerseys and stuff. There's some cool stuff in here. I but know. I'm looking at you doing the show, and I see the Bills jersey hanging yes. in a frame. There's the Bills banner, and yes, the Jim Kelly football. And yeah. I just thought I haven't talked to you in a while. Yeah. Are you over the Bills yet? I, I guess it's uh, no. no. Yeah. Well, I'm not over which, the Falcons 28 to 3 Super Bowl say, either. So. Which one? Do you want to talk about the Super Bowl from 1991, 92? Are you talking about the Music City Bureau? Yeah, you want to talk 13 seconds? Right. I can do this all day. No, that's a good point. The right. short answer is no, I'm not over any of them. <laughs> Me either. <laughs> and, yet, and yet we press on. Yeah. I, 28 to 3. Anytime these numbers are just out in the universe, it's just like all of a sudden Matt Ryan is trending. But we want to get your thoughts oh, wait, on, on before, the Wait, and before we break real quick, yeah. remember too, because it goes back to what we were just talking about, about how these athletes are. The first experience I had as a fan rooting for a team in the Super Bowl, Falcons make the Super Bowl yeah. against the Denver Broncos yeah. in 1998. I wake up all excited. Man of the year, Eugene Robinson. <laughs> yes. Call with a prostitute. <laughs> That's that's how I wake up to my Super Bowl morning as a fan. I'm like, what is going on here? That and 28 to 3, those are my two football uh, Super Bowl experiences. Honestly, we could go head to head on on fan misery. <laughs> Right. We should do that. It's a real race to the bottom. <laughs> Stu, you want to get in on this? Raider sure. fan that you are? Oh, God. At least you've it's got it's a couple, much better. couple good memories. 855-212-4CBS. Stamter's a Jets fan. You can you could lead this conversation. Do they even get in the conversation? I don't, I don't think they make <laughs> They're it. They're leading the conversation. 855-212-4227. Get Sal's thoughts on the Falcons. Your thoughts on how much you care about your what you know about the athletes you root for, number one. And number two, Russell Wilson. Big piece here in The Athletic paints him as a real me-first guy. Is it too much? And are you expecting him and Sean Payton to actually do anything this year? 855-212-4CBS. We're across the country on our fantastic CBS Sports Radio affiliates. We're also streaming live, youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Get involved in the chat. It's going to be a fun one today. Sal Licata in for Perloff. Don't move. We're back in just a moment. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.